Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Disclaimer. The following episode contains spoilers for Wonder Woman. Don't go crying to your mum if we spoil it for you. You've been warned. Welcome to Podcapers, the official podcast of a place to hang your cape. And this week, well, slap me in the face with a wet haddock and call me Susan. DC actually made a good movie! Cue the music! Hello there, capers, and welcome to Pod Capers, the official podcast of a place to hang your cape. My name is Scott James Meridue, and this week we're talking about Wonder Woman, the first good DC live action movie possibly ever. Please don't correct me on that. I know. I like this one. No, this is the first good one. But I'm not alone this one. I'm going to be talking about it with a very special guest. As always, please give a warm welcome, Capers, to Dara Buckley. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm great. Good. Oh, now, uh, did, did I say your name right, first of all? You did not. Ah, oh, damn it! How do I say your name? It's Berkey, no L. Berkey, Berkey. Okay, sorry, Dara, Dara Berkey. I do apologize. Now, Dara, where are you calling from? New Jersey. Oh, New Jersey. Another person from New Jersey. We keep going there with all the gangsters and the pizza pies and the cowboys. <laughs> I may be getting my stereotypes slightly wrong. What's it like over there? Um, boring and boring. Boring and boring. Well, you paint such an attractive picture of New Jersey, you should work for the tourism board. Meanwhile, over here in Edinburgh, it's lovely and sunny. What's going on here? It's, uh, gonna rain. <laughs> None over here. Well, how weird is that? But anyway, so, uh, Dara, tell us a bit about yourself. What do you do? Tell us your life story. My life story? Uh, I study, I study history. I'm a historian. Ooh. Uh, yes. And, um, I, um, am a writer. I'm working on my first novel. Oh, very nice. It's a fantasy novel, of course. Of course it is. Of co- Whatever kind is there. I know. And, um, I, uh, work nights to, uh, at UPS and that's really all I, I do. And I babysit my nephews. Oh, that's, that's, that's very nice. So, uh, you don't work for the site, do you? I do. I'm a senior writer. Of course you are. You're a senior writer for a place to hang your cape. I'm very professional, in case you hadn't noticed. So, uh, (laughs) we're going to be talking about Wonder Woman. What did you think of it? 
I really liked it. I know, it was really right? good. I know. It was great. I, I mean, I, I did. I went in this movie with no expectations. I was hoping that it was going to be good because, God damn it! If, I mean, I was already hoping that Suicide Squad was going to be good, and it fucking wasn't. So my yeah. expectations were diminished slightly for this. But then it just goes and, and just gives us a great movie. I'm thinking, so thinking, what right at this point does DC have to give us a good movie? Years after years of shit. And they said, <laughs> yeah. oh, by the way, turns out we're completely competent. I know. That's my whole entire relationship with the D- with DC is that I know they can do good stuff. I mean, they do great cartoons, but their live action is just shit. And then, they just, give us not just a good superhero movie, a great superhero movie. A movie that is fun and action-packed, but emotional and has, well, interesting characters and well-developed characters. We're going to get into all of this later. First things, though, we have to, before we look to the future and discuss the present, we have to address the past. The Mm. fucking past. You're a historian. This is what you do. Yes. So, um, Mm. there was another Wonder Woman movie, wasn't there? Yes, there was. An animated one. Yes. What did you think of it? It was not my favorite. I fucking loathe it. Yeah. It, uh, uh, this... that, that's the noises I make after, after, I, <laughs> after I saw it. Just like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, it wasn't that good. It was, really wasn't. It had Nathan Fillion in it and it still wasn't good. That was like the worst Steve Trevor ever. Yeah, it was... It, I don't know if it was him or just the way the character was written. I think the character was definitely written crap. But I mean, yes. my, everything about that movie was so backwards, so obnoxious. I could tell they were trying to make a good movie and trying to put forward a good message. But the problem is that whoever was doing this movie was clearly just a monkey with a typewriter that had no idea what they were doing. Yeah, I, definitely. Everything is wrong. Wonder Woman is wrong. Steve Trevor is wrong. The the villains are wrong. Most of the gods are wrong. What the fuck do they do to Hades? I have no idea. They made him Dionysus. I, I don't know. Dude, no, no, no. Hades is not like a plump guy reclining on a on a couch. Drinking wine and eating grapes. No, that's the he's wrong the god fucking... of the underworld. Make him look. You don't have to make him look like creepy and skeletal and stuff. He can look like a guy, but not that guy because that's fucking Dionysus. I know. <laughs> like I'm not a Greek theologian or whatever, but I know the fucking difference between the lord, like, the god of fertility and grapes and wine and parties and stuff, and the lord of the fucking underworld. They don't <laughs> have a lot of crossover. No, no, they don't. I have to get all my anger out right now so I can talk about a good movie later on. I just need to get <laughs> this out. Uh, what did you think of Wonder Woman in this movie? She was voiced by the actress that did Felicity. What's her face? I have no idea. I never watched that show. Uh, I've tried a couple of episodes. No, not, not so good. Uh, she's been in a couple of other things. She's a good actor, but I mean... in, in I, 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 I Wonder Woman of this, and she... I just did not care. I didn't like her. I, 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 I didn't like her really in it. She she came off as like like she was better than everybody. Yeah, I mean, in fairness, 
compared to most of the characters, she is better than most people. This is true. I mean, uh, okay, okay. So this movie tries to portray uh, a feminist message. It does it horribly. Possibly one of yes. the worst examples of someone trying to do feminist, feminist, a feminist message and failing yes. that I have ever seen. All the men in this movie are scum. Yes. Some of the women are also scum. Wonder Woman's reaction to a lot of these female characters is scummy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, for God's sake, there's Etta Candy. What the? I thank the Lord for this new version of Etta Candy. Yes. She is ten times the character that Etta Candy in that one. Yes. Uh, we'll get on to that one later. But this version of Etta Candy, she's, um, she's Steve Trevor's, she is secretary or something, or is his co-worker or whatever, but she is, um, Kind of a seductress and kind of, as I'm trying to think of polite words to to say it. I can't. Dara, help. Uh, she was a. Uh... You're right. She was a seductress. She uh, she she was not a good example of uh, a good female character. No, and uh, you know that's not to say you can't be a very sexually adventurous, sexually forward person. But then you have Wonder Woman who is judging the fuck out of her. And yeah, she's not a good character and she should be judging that. But, but Wonder Woman meets this woman for like five seconds and thinks that's enough to like condemn an entire gender. Two genders, in fact, because she's condemning men in one way and women in the other. It's, yeah. If you haven't seen this movie, I'd almost recommend don't watching it. But you, you, it really has to be seen to believe the yeah. the gender politics in this movie are completely 100% backwards. Steve Trevor is a fucking asshole. He, he is. He tries to get her drunk so that he can seduce her. I know, that was terrible. Oh my, and he's the love interest. He's the genuine love interest. And later on, he tries to be like, you know, I don't think this is a world worth living in if you're not in it. And then immediately after he says that, he tries to kiss her again. Jeez. Oh, Fuck Steve Trevor in that movie. Fuck, fuck, fuck all of the characters. It's just, ah. Uh... Yeah, it was not. Uh... It was just I don't even. Any anything else about this movie that uh, that uh, we can talk about? Because it had Ares in it as well. Yeah. Yeah, he was just sort of. Yeah. He was there. Uh... He was there. Really weird ending for him. I don't want to go into too much spoilers because why well, deprive people of the joy that is this movie? Mm. And uh, it ends on this weird note with Wonder Woman fighting this cheetah lady who just comes right the fuck out of nowhere. Like, random cheetah lady! Fight! Okay. Yay, yeah. Wonder Woman! And then there's That's this right. movie. Thank yes. God for this movie. So what we're going to do is we're just going to go over the plot briefly. Not going to go too much detail, but be briefly over the view plot, plot and just uh, mm -hmm. discuss it as it goes on. So this movie starts off right after the events of Batman vs. Superman Dawn of the subplots. So mm -hmm. uh, yep. Diana Prince, as is her alter ego, is working in the Louvre. Yes. Nice job if you can get it. And yes. she receives a photograph of her and a bunch of chums from World War One, from Bruce Wayne, right. who thankfully does not appear in the movie. Thank God. Too distracting. The, 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 the fact that he sent it at all is just the right amount, just to connect it to everything else. Because otherwise it would have felt yes. a bit too disconnected. But it was just yes. a, it's a tiny little thing. 
she gets a letter, like a, a message from Bruce Wayne, like, here, I found this photograph that we remember from Dawn of the Subplots. And yeah. um, there's a nice little tie-in, but that's all the time we get. And thank goodness for that. Yes. And then flashback. Wibble, wobble, wibble, wobble, wibble, wobble. Right. It starts, we're on Themyscira. Themyscira, yep. Which is a fucking difficult thing to pronounce if you've only ever seen it written down. Yes. Themyscira. Themyscira. I don't know. But anyway, it's the home of the Amazons and all the animals. The animals? The Amazons are all fighting. Mm -hmm. And then there's a little little baby Diana. Little baby Diana who's like mimicking them. And it's it's so cute to see this little girl just like, hi-ya, hi-ya. Yeah, I know, right? She's adorable. Adorable. And um, her mum doesn't really want her to fight. Imagine that. A parent trying to be protective over the child. I haven't seen that before. But right. And then there's this other character whose name I genuinely don't know how to write. It's Antipony, Anti, 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 and uh, Robin and... Wright. It's Robin Wright. Yes. Her, the aunt. She's the, the... Yeah. yeah, this is the Now, that's another thing. I, she's the uh, I don't because well, when you go into like the, the origin of the Amazons, like, that doesn't really make much sense that she's her aunt because apparently the Amazons were created by Zeus to help mankind because it was going a bit wrong. But then mankind enslaved the Amazons. So the Amazons because because of Ares apparently because of his influence. So the Amazons mm-hmm. were like, well, fuck this shit. We're going off on our own. We've got an island and it's going to have cake and sabuto and blackjack and hookers. So I don't know. But uh, yeah, so. These are, that's their their origin story, and so apparently they're all created by this. There's a little image of them just like wandering out of like the sea. Does that mean like they're all sisters? Uh I'm not sure where they were trying to go with that. Um, because technically all the Amazons see each other as sisters. Oh, um, yeah, because that's what I thought initially when I saw the movie. I thought it wasn't like oh, yeah. you're my sister. I thought you're like sister. Yeah, no, I think they're all seem seem as just all sisters. I mean, little Diana's raised by like three thousand Amazons, so you know, so yeah. she probably sees them all as family. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a minor point, but just a tiny bit, a uh, tiny bit confusing. But um, and so she wants to train with her aunt Robin Wright, and her her aunt's like, yeah, you should train because you know bad stuff could be on the horizon. You got to be prepared. And her mum's like, no, because it might never happen. Well, yeah, but it, it might also happen. It's happen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and it does happen. You know? It does. Well, yes. Clearly, this queen, Hippolyta, has a lot of foresight. But anyway, and um, there's, a, there's a scene where she tells young Diana, like, the backstory and stuff. And also that she was, like, given to her from Zeus because she sculpted her out of clay and given life by Zeus. And um, I could have used a flashback of that. Just to see that. That would have been a cool scene to see. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Except, yeah. We just get told it. Like, oh, by the way, you were made out of clay and now you're real. Okay. okay. Yeah. Just just going to wave that bias. Okay, okay fine. Uh, but then, oh, she grows up and she becomes like a pretty good warrior. She's still got a bit to learn. And then, oh, oh something's going. Oh, my God, there's a plane. Oh, it's crashed right outside the fucking island. And here's the thing about the island. Um... There's like this force field surrounding it, but it doesn't stop people from going in. Coming it just disguises in. it. Disguises it, yeah. So really anyone could go in there at any time, which begs the question, how has this not happened before? How have people not accidentally stumbled onto the... Did like the ancient Greeks 
not accidentally sail into it? Did any of one beyond that ever not accidentally wander in? I feel like this, because it's not like they're in the middle of the ocean. I don't even know where they are technically, like, in the Aegean? Where? I'm not even sure. I think they're somewhere in the Mediterranean. That would be my best guess. Um, It'd have to be either that or the Aegean, because it's got to be somewhere close to Greece. Or at least close to, it's at least close to where Steve Trevor was flying from, because he was flying from a uh, Ottoman Empire, which is which is modern, which is modern day Turkey. Okay, so yeah, maybe maybe it is the Mediterranean. It's somewhere close to there. Yeah, it's it's got to be. Yes. And but that's that's a that's a very small body of water, which in the last, however, in in the thousands of years it's been since the Amazons first went there. Right. There's been a lot of boat traffic, for want of a better word. Yeah. I, I would think that... it's stopping people from coming in by sea, but maybe if the right. force field didn't allow, stop anyone from coming in from the sky like a plane, that would right. make much more sense. Yes. But then the, the German boats came in. Yeah. So I'm not even sure how they were even protected. Yeah, it's not really protection, it's a disguise, really. Basically, yeah. And, (laughs) yeah, it's not really good disguise because, I mean, it's just fog. Like, people go through fog all the time. It's not that big a deal. Maybe it's like, oh, rocks and whirlpools and fucking krakens or something, I don't know. Yeah. But, but But, no, it's not. But it did give us this awesome, cool beach scene. It did, yes. In fact, there was a... The, the action scenes in this movie, just in general, are fantastic. They are. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so cool because the, the Germans come and they're just shooting people all the time. And then the Amazons come in and they've got fucking bow and arrows and they are massacring them. I know. Isn't that awesome? It's just like, oh, we've got rifles. We should be fine. Twang dead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I liked how they were jumping off the cliffs uh, and doing all this, like, aerobatic stuff. Yeah, like, with ropes and shit. And, and yes, some Amazons do get killed, and that's really bad, but they fucking hold. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Their own and Steve Trevor helps out a little bit in ways he can. And then there's like shield and then they propel people up with their shields. It's, it's cool. It's cool. Yes, it's very cool. And then, uh, and then, sadly, Robin Wright dies, and we yes. feel bad. Yeah, we do. She, she gets shot. I'm not sure if it's entirely a fatal wound, but yeah, Mentafigure's got to die. So zero yeah. out of the mum. Yeah, and they're not going to kill the mum. No, because she's she's fucking queen. Can't do it. Yeah, queen, no. 
So, and that happens, and then, uh, then Steve Trevor gets interrogated by the Lasso of Truth, which, and I'm really glad that in this movie, they made it so the Lasso of Truth compels someone to tell the truth, as in to speak, as opposed to, like, says, okay, from now on, you have to tell the truth, because if that was the case, the latter way, you could just not say anything. Exactly. Yeah, I, I'm compelled to tell the truth. Where are you from? I'm not going to tell you. Well, crap, that is technically the truth. Right. There's a loophole with this stupid glowing rope. But that's not the case. And um, turns out that Steve Trevor is a spy uh, working for... I, you know, he's working for the Americans, but working with... The, the American ex, 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 uh, ex, uh, Expedition Force. Ah, yeah. Right. Okay, because it turns out it's 1918 and World War One. People are starting to get a bit sick of it. So it, it's the yeah. early days of the war. I think after four years of people dying but not doing anything apart from that, yeah, you're going to get a bit sick of it. So, and yeah. then Diana's like, well, holy crap, this is a big war. The war to end all wars. Little did they know that, you know, Ares is supposed <laughs> to bring about. So I should be going over and right. stopping this. And her mom's like, no. But Diana's like, please. And her mom's like, no. And she's like, please. And she's like, no. And Diana's like, well, fuck you. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. But basically. Yeah. And she, she steals a bunch of stuff, like this sword that's supposed to be able to kill a god, a shield, a lasso of truth, and a stupid yeah. costume. Right. The costume is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not the worst it could have been, but, I mean, it could have been better. It could have been get better. Could have been better, yeah. I mean, the cost of the, the, the yeah, stuff she's wearing better. before that, like the training gear she's wearing, that, I mean, it's not armor, but it, it feels much more practical than what she ends up wearing. Right. Although I, I do appreciate, yeah. I do, I do like it the does. fact, I do like the fact that, um, because apparently in the, I don't know that much about Wonder Woman, but apparently in the original comics, uh, that armor was sort of like made by the Amazons because they'd like take the iconography of anyone they ally themselves with and just smush it together to this armor, which is why she's got this eagle thing and the stars and stuff. Yeah. Which was stupid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but then they end up going to, um, to England from wherever they're, and I'm surprised it takes them the short amount of time. It takes them a day to get from the middle of the Mediterranean to England. Not even that, like less than that. And they're just yeah. on a piddly little sailboat. It, it should have taken them a couple of days at least. And bear in mind, it's wartime. Hello? There's, the Navy is a thing. Yeah, no, it should have taken them like like three weeks at least. I wouldn't say that much, but about that time, yeah. It's uh, avoiding big German ships and everything. And it's not... Do they even have a map? I think they do have a map. I don't know. But it's... it's uh, even, with, even with a map, it would yeah. still take fucking ages. But no, they end up in London and Diana looks around. She's like, holy crap, it's hideous. And I'm like... Oh, thanks. That's the, uh, that's the capital of the nation of my birth. Thank you very much. That's the capital. Yes. It's just, yeah. Well. Th- thanks for that, Diana. Yeah. I know it's London. I know it's filthy, but it's got a charm about it that you wouldn't understand. You've been there like five minutes, Diana. Not even <laughs> five minutes. Not she even just five woke minutes. Up. She just woke up. Yes. Oh, God. Uh, and so they, um, they report to... They meet Atacandy, who's amazing. Love Atacandy. I I loved her. I loved her. Who's, who's the actor that plays her? What's her name? I have no idea. 
I haven't seen her in anything before. So it's uh, it's a uh, Lucy Davis. She was very good. Lucy Davis. Yeah, she was very good as Etta Candy. I like her because uh, because it was she, it was there. Yeah. A big. Uh, we'll talk about more about later. But there's a big opportunity for this character to be just comic relief, and she isn't. It's it. She right. comic relief, but she's the good kind of comic relief, the non-annoying kind. Exactly. So that, yes, that, that the great. non-annoying kind, the, the, which is the best kind. Of, <laughs> wait, you don't want comic yeah. to be annoying. That's not really something people go for, unless right. you're Adam Sandler. But anyway, no. And so this mm. is. I mean, this is. I mean, this sort of like pretty woman s scene where they have to like get Diana a proper outfit for the fucking Edwardian stuffed shirts. And right. again, this could have been very silly wasn't too bad you know how do women fight in these dresses oh ha because all she does is fight and the women don't and it's different and because uh, edwardian and we get it we get the joke yeah it, 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 i mean it wasn't too big of a surprise it was in the trailer yeah obviously i i only watched like one of the trailers and stuff i watched like the bit because in my cinema they were constantly showing this trailer where it's like a really short trailer, but before that it was um, Gal Gadot and Chris Pine just recounting the plot of the movie beforehand. And I'm sitting there thinking like, this is what trailers are for. You don't need to tell me the story of the movie. Just give me a trailer, like a bunch of clips, and then I'll go see the movie. Don't explain what it's all about, Chris Pine and Gal Gadot. <laughs> so weird yeah. that they sometimes do that, just... I think it's because I go my the cinema I go to is the Cine World and that's that's a chain. So often you get like these trailers like right. with an actor saying hi Cine World fans. Although the Americans they often go Cine World, which is not how you say yeah. it. By the way, you're American. Tell all the others. That's not how you say it. <laughs> Just, it's it, it's irritating to me. But anyway, uh, so they go see the um, like the high command of. You know, English and American forces and stuff. And this is one guy, Sir right. Patrick, whose other name I can't remember, uh, who's like, hey, you know what? Maybe we should give peace a chance. And I was like, blah, blah, blah. peace a chance? No, thank you. I'm going to keep on fighting the war because we have mustaches in our Edwardian. Blah, blah. I thought that's a very good impression of them. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, a woman in the war room? What's going on here? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. That's basically what they're saying. And, and then she turns out, yeah. by the way, I sort of know what's going on. So I'm just going to show all you guys up. And it's a little bit on the nose, but I kind of like it just because I want to see the mustaches put in their place. Me too. Yeah, that was funny. Never trust a man in a mustache. But anyway. And um, <laughs> so then, then they sort of like, they're, they're forbidden, like, okay, basically, we know where the bad guy is, but you're not going to go near them because armistice. But then this uh, Patrick guy is like, right. hey, so this whole thing, maybe you should go in there, but like undercover, sneaky, sneaky. And so Chris Pine's like, all right, fine, let's go and do it. And Diana, you can come along if you like. And she's like, if I like, I'm coming, coming along whether you like it or not. And so they have to sort of recruit their little, <laughs> yeah. recruit their little team. Team. Which includes Saeed, a... Uh, what, what does he do? He's a he's a, he's not a smuggler. That's the other guy. He's a what does Saeed do? No, no, that's the actor's name. The actor's name is Saeed. Uh, the character's name is what's the character's name? I'm looking up. 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 Samir. Samir. 
Samir, that's it. Uh, so yeah, Samir, what, is, what does Samir do? Remind me. Uh, it seems like he, uh, he's kind of like a, a con artist. He likes to, uh, talk up a, of, you know, stories and, and get people to give him money. Basically, Because that's yeah. what he was doing in the bar when he was in, yeah. Yeah, someone you want in all of your teams. Yeah. And, um. Yeah. And then we're introduced to Charlie, whom I love. I'm actually in love with this man, is who's a Scottish sniper, played by Ewan Bremner, whom I also love. And right. <laughs> I, I like his, the way he's introduced. You think, like, he, there's two guys fighting each other. You think, oh, the guy, Charlie, the guy we're looking for, he must be the guy doing the beating up. No, he's the guy who's getting beaten up. Right. But no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he yeah. is Scottish. That's funny. Which I like. Yes. Very Scottish. Very Scottish, and <laughs> I like the interaction between him and Diana because it turns out he's a sniper, and he's like, "Oh, you know, I I shoot them from really far away, and if I'm lucky, they don't know what hit them." And Diana does not think that that is honourable at all. Right. Yeah, it's it's it's, and, uh, it's a sort of set up this thing where Diana, I mean, at the beginning of the movie, she thinks she knows everything. She thinks she knows what's going on. She's very idealistic, but also very naive. And she's confronted with right. these ideas that she really does not like. She doesn't like the fact that Steve is a spy. She doesn't like, you know, the people running the show. She doesn't like anything basically about the modern world. But it's only later when she discovers, actually, you know what? There is something more to this than what I initially saw. And Charlie, I think, is a great example of that. Because the more we learn about him, we're going to talk about that later, the, uh, the more we realise right. oh, there's more to this guy than just, oh, he's just some cheeky Scottish guy who shoots people from really far away. It was sort of going on Diana on this journey where she discovers, like, more about this world. And, uh, oh, God, I right. nearly, nearly made a little mermaid joke. I fucking nearly did that. I'm so ashamed. <laughs> no, this movie is <laughs> ten times the movie that fucking Little Mermaid is. But anyway, so they go to the Western, Western Front and meet this smuggler called Chief, who's Native American. And uh, he's, right. I mean, we don't get as much development with him as the other two characters, with Samir and Charlie. He's kind of interesting, right. though. And I thought he was all right. But yeah. then, then the movie kicks into high gear. Oh, yeah. Right. It definitely does. Basically, they're in the trenches and they're like, OK, so we've got to go around this bit. Blah, blah, blah. And one of them was like, well, why don't we just like go over, you know, through uh, to go directly to this town that we've got to go to. It's like, uh, that's no man's land. We can't go through there. It's like, oh, really? Hold my beer. And then she finally, we finally get to see her in the woman woman outfit, which I mean, I don't think it's a very good outfit, but it's it's pretty epic when you first see it. It's, and she charges yeah. right through no man's land. Yeah, that one was God. awesome. That was really good. And this is shooting at her with machine great. guns. And she's just like, <laughs> nope. I know. Ding, 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 with her like, wrist gauntlet things and with a shield and stuff. And she's like jumping over them and bounding through them. And then the rest of them, all, all the other people are just like watching her from behind like, should we go help her? Um, she seems to be should we go too? Let's go too. Let's go too. <laughs> yeah, charge. And it's great. And then they get to the town. More fighting. More action. She fucking topples a tank. A tank. I know. She like lifted it up like a tank. And she lifted it up like a tank. Yeah. 
And then there's a guy, like a sniper in a bell tower, because that's the only places where snipers are. And um, Charlie's about to shoot him, but he, he can't because he's got, turns out, he's got post-traumatic stress and all sorts of problems with that. So he can't. So what does Diana do? What does Wonder Woman do? She just fucking, like, launches herself with uh, their help into the building and fucking demolishes the fucking building. I know. <laughs> she demolished the entire building. It was really cool. I mean, I mean, that's like taking out a fly with a cannon, but it's fucking awesome. I know. And it was even, it was great that Steve Trevor saw the, the piece of metal to, to mimic what the Amazons did back on the beach. It, too. Was, a, it was a great callback. It was a great little bit for him. It was a great bit for just Wonder Woman. And then just like the dust settles and all the villagers are like staring at Wonder Woman like, well, holy shit. Did not expect to see this when I woke up this morning. <laughs> yes, and then then uh, then things yeah. and then things just go like a really nice way. We we get to see a lovely scene with like you and Bremner singing on the piano, learning a bit more about him, right. a bit more about Samir and stuff, interacting with the villagers and stuff. And well, it's it's a really nice scene. And I'm thinking, well, nothing could possibly bad happen to all these people. Nothing bad could happen at all. And then they get the nice little bit with a photographer right. and he's taking that photo that we saw in Dawn's Uploads and early in the movie. The... And it's, 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 it's a, it's a yes. nice little thing. I like how, of all the things they fucking set up in fucking Dawn of Justice, this is one of the things that I'm glad they set up. Because it's, it's such a small thing, an almost inconsequential thing. It ties into this movie so much. It's like a little, it's like the core yeah. of this movie. That one picture with Diana and right. Steve and Charlie and Chief and Samir. It's just, it's great. Right. It is. Yeah. And and then it, they find out, oh, this, this bad, the guy who we think might be Ares, well, who Diana thinks might be Ares in disguise. Diana thinks this, yes. Yeah, as, as General Ludendorff. The most German right. name ever made. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, who, what's that guy, German guy's name? Well, it's probably Ludendorff. It might not be, but that's a reasonable guess. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah. so and um, they think he's Ares because it turns out he's been working with this evil scientist named Dr. Poison. Doctor. Yeah, Dr. Poison. Wow, Dr. Poison. <laughs> well, did he spend like a whole 10 minutes thinking of that, that name? Or was it probably more like 10 seconds? Dr. Poison. Why? Because she poisons people. Yeah. And she's a doctor. Oh! And it's annoying because the character is actually pretty cool and is portrayed very well, but that's a stupid name! I'm sorry. Yeah. I got a little, I got a stupid little bit name. emotional. I, 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 what's her, her name is, her real name is like Dr. Isabel Maru? Maru? Dr. Mo Maru. Maru, yeah. I, I don't know. It, 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 I don't know, but... I just call her that. I don't call. I mean, I know there's a character in the comics called Doctor Poison, but you don't. Yes. Need that. Uh, but anyway, so uh, it turns out she's been developing this gas that not even that could like eat through gas masks and that there is no defense against. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. Right. And they use it to kill a bunch of uh, you know, the German high command who like saying, hey, you know what? We're kind of dying out here. Maybe we we're going to do the armatists. Yeah. 
And they and yeah. <laughs> Lundorf is like, well, you know, I'm the bad guy, so I just I'm go- I guess I'm just going to kill you all by locking you in this room with a, with a big gas canister that's going to kill you all of you. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. so later on, Diana and Co. Diana and team uh, find that out that he's in this like castle because they're having like a nice little party. Okay. And right. um, uh, Trevor, Steve Trevor, and Samir infiltrated. It's a pretty funny scene with them getting in, like with the car. <laughs> yeah. You forgot my invitation? <laughs> no, what the hell? Yeah. That was really cool. And uh, but Diana ends up knocking this lady out who just sort of wanders off for no reason. I re- I really don't know why. Just Whatsoever. Stealing a dress. What just happened? For the dress. To- just for the dress. I'm wondering what happened to that woman. Is she just wandering around the woods like half days because Diana knocked her unconscious and naked? Or did they swap clothes entirely? Is she just going around wearing Wonder Woman's armor now? What's going on? I, I have no idea. I, she ha- must- With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So it's got knocked out or something. She must have done, yeah. We never see her again. So maybe Diana killed her. We don't know. And so, um, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. And so, Steve Trevor is sort of chatting up uh, Doctor Poison, ugh, who's got this like this mask thing of a part of her face, <laughs> uh, sort of like a yeah. lower half version of the Phantom of the Opera mask. That was pretty cool. And uh, gets sort of distracted right. when yeah. Diana comes in unannounced, and this sort of right. turns the whole. He was trying to like get her to talk about all of her secrets, and that didn't work out because of her. Diana, meanwhile, is wearing a dress. She looks lovely. Yeah, because he. But there's yes. a sword in the back of it. There's a sword is nestled in the back of, of it. Of the dress. Of the dress. Did no one notice this? Did I no noticed. one say, why did yeah, that no lady one ha- that. Did no one think, um, that lady has a sword? Were we supposed to bring swords? I'm pretty sure that's not part of the dress code. On no part of the invitation did it say, by the way, you must bring a sword. It's, uh, they must have gotten distracted by by something else, because that's so obvious. Maybe sword. they got distracted by Chris Pine's eyes or something. Who knows? Those beautiful, beautiful eyes. But anyway, and so um, yes. she nearly kills Ludendorff, but is stopped at the last second by Steve Trevor, who's like still trying to salvage this mission. And this is one of the things I like about right. Diana, is that she's pursuing this sort of, not vendetta, but this quest to kill Ares, at the detriment of everything. She refuses to see the big picture and just thinks, small picture, kill Ares, go right. home, job done. And I, I like that yes. this sort of goes that way. But in the end, they managed to track him to this airfield where they plan to ship all, like, transport all this horrible gas to London. Oh, no. And 
Lundorf, meanwhile, has been taking, like, this gas that Dr. Poison has been giving him that uh, makes him, like, super strong or invigorated or something. I don't know. And this means he can sort of go toe-to-toe with Wonder Woman for and- a bit. She gets, she gets yeah. his ass pretty soon after that. And she fucking straight up skewers him with her sword. She stabs that bastard. Mm-hmm. Right through and... Goes like, through the roof. Through the roof. She's He's on the ground, on the roof of this little tower thing. She skewers him. And then she's like, okay, war should be over right now, right? And everyone's just like going about still doing right. war. Right, and then... I was like, did you really it's think it would be that going. easy? Did you really think it was going to be that easy? No. Easy. Oh, I, 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 I guess that must have not have been Ares. I can't imagine how anyone could have foreseen the fact that the obvious warmonger was not Ares. Uh, what a uh, plot twist. Yeah. But then it turns of out that, that Sir Patrick, the guy that was pushing for peace, he's Ares. It's oh, Ares. again, could never have seen that coming. Well, that coming. just... Of course. Yeah. And, but then it gets kind of interesting because it turns out Ares, not entirely the bad guy that we think he is. He's the bad guy, but... Yeah. Turns out he he's doesn't... He's the bad guy. Yeah, Diana's like saying, you've been busy trying to make people have war. And he's like, oh, I never made right. anyone have war. I never, never said influenced anyone to actually do war. I just showed them how they could all destroy each other. And they did war for me. Of course, it's suggestive, uh, suggestive thoughts. It's it brings in the question of uh, whether or not uh, men are good or evil. Yeah, it's 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 like it's the difference between setting someone's house on fire and handing that person a box of matches and seeing whether or not they set their own house on fire. It's a it's a really it's a really exactly. interesting thing. And, but then he's like, he goes all Darth Vader, basically. He's just like, join me and together we'll kill every yeah. last man, woman and child on the planet and make it a paradise. An empty, desolate paradise. And he like shows her a vision of a nice, pretty meadow. Now, um, I don't think that's really enough to convince anyone. Like, you could take the most stupid person in the world and just show them a pretty meadow and say, help me commit genocide. And even they won't, you know... Go for it. It's not as, not as, not as compelling an argument as you think it is, Ares, old chum. And so they have this big fight. Yeah, but it was a pretty cool fight. I mean, uh, it was a lot of CGI though. Yeah, a, a, a bit too much. I I understand they're gonna need a bit of CGI because we're dealing with the, like the God of War here, and he's floating around and creating lightning and stuff. Yeah. But still. Still, yeah. No, it was a good fight. Yeah, just, just a bit. And much. then. And then sad things happen. Yes. Yeah. Another another Steve goes out. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Flying a plane. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Oh my god. Another Steve is so in a war goes out on a mm-hmm. plane to self-sacrifice only this Steve ain't coming back. Steve Trevor exactly. takes all the gas on this plane, flies up in the sky, shoots it, explodes it, and dies. And it it's really sad. And then Wonder Woman really goes apeshit. Yes, very apeshit. She, fucking... she bursts out of the, the metal. Goes all godly. Like flinging metal at her and all sorts. 
And then, right. then she just she fucking tears Ares apart and he's fucking dead. So no more war ever. Until a couple of years later. <laughs> yeah, no more. But, I mean, yeah. The movie ends on that sort of bittersweet note where what Diana and Etta Candy and all the others are just sort of like in London and everyone's like, yay, war's over, hooray. Uh, it's yay. great for us, not so much for Germany because reparations and, and stuff. Yeah, but, but great, yay for us. And then they... Uh, they, they go to like this bit where like it's like a little more memorial and they see a picture right. of Steve Trevor and it's, it's pretty sad and it's like yeah Aww. but then Aww. flash forward wibble wobble wibble wobble to the present day Dan is like looking over the photo and she's like ah oh, miss those times and then randomly she like goes to the roof of like whatever but she's in in Paris she sees something in the distance I don't know what it is I couldn't see anything I on the know. screen and then she like leaps off to action I kind of think like could they not have shown like an explosion or a cry or sirens or something? Something. Because she does. She just randomly goes to this roof and then jumps off, and that's the end of the movie. And it's a pretty cool jumping off scene. That's but, like, true. What, okay. what triggered that? What triggered that? Yeah, where is she going? What, exactly. What? Is she going out to get milk? What's happening? You don't need to dress up in your costume for that, Wonder Woman. And no. then, and then that's the movie. And damn, if it wasn't a pretty good movie. It was. It was a good movie. So now we've got to go into, uh, now we're going to go into like the little details, little little things that we either really liked or really did not like. And honestly, um, the very few things that I did not like about this movie. So uh, I'm just trying to think, uh, what, what, what can we discuss we haven't discussed already? Well, what, what, what did you really like about this movie? Well, uh, well I like the message that, uh, you know, that, that, men are more complicated than just black and white and good and evil that they make you know to some decisions that you know lead to bad things and but they have they can change and but then there's a few things that i didn't like but there these just might be me being a uh, nitpicker oh we encourage nitpicker. nitpicking on this show we love nitpicking if, if i didn't so, nitpick i wouldn't say anything my uh my big problem is the whole emphasis on Zeus in uh the origin of the Amazons. Um I feel that uh, Zeus wasn't really involved in the creation of Amazons in the comics. It was really all the goddesses of the Greek mythology like Athena and Artemis and everything. I thought maybe they should have used them instead of Zeus. Yeah. Because I didn't even know that. This yeah. is this is why I'm, this is why I'm glad you're on. I just, I, uh, yeah. Why, why do the Amazons have to owe their existence to Zeus? Jeez. Yeah, so that's like, uh, you know, that's one thing I really didn't like. And I didn't like that Zeus wound up to be her actual father because I feel that Hippolyta wouldn't betray Hera, who gets a bad rap sometimes, but she's the, the goddess of marriage and fidelity. So she wouldn't betray one of the goddesses to sleep with Zeus to have Diana. That was yeah. like. That, that, so, that, that's not going to turn out very well for her. And, yeah. Yeah, and um, I was trying to think, wow, what else I really I, I like the, the whole humanity thing. I like the show that people are just, they're complicated at the end of the day. They, it was so easy for this movie to just do like a black and white thing, like man is good and they were fighting for. Like at the end, I has this little speech like, you know, man has a lot of darkness, but there are bright spots in that darkness and that's worth fighting for. And it's, it's a very nuanced, right. good way of doing it because they show 
fucking misery in this movie. They started like wounded soldiers and terrified civilians and and a uh, destroyed town by a poison gas attack. Oh, oh my god, yeah. And that was this... after they saved the town and then it it was just awful. That was just awful. Oh god, the photographer guy who was so nice. He's dead. They're all dead. It's it's oh god, it's 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 a really hard scene to watch, and I like that, yeah. that they they didn't shy away from that. But they also had like funny bits of funny scenes. It's basically it shows that people make at DC they finally learned that you can be nuanced with your filmmaking. You don't have to be all dark all the time. Yes. You can just have Fine. a movie that has different elements in it that complement each other and work well together. Right. Finally, it's only Finally. How, how in the DCU. How many? So we got like uh, Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, or Superman, Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad. So it's taken three movies to get here. Four, to, sorry, four. Plus, however, however many trash DC movies have DC made along yeah. the way. It's uh, finally, finally. Um, uh, speaking of darkness, that ending scene, as well as the CGI, it was very dark for me in terms of actual lighting. Yeah. That was a little bit dark. It's at night, and there's a bit later after the fight's over where it's like the sun rises. Ah, but like a lot of movies these days, and DC is not alone. This have this tendency to just set there's all of the scenes in darkness. Dark scenes. It's very annoying. It's annoying at best. It's annoying at worst. You can't see anything. Yeah, yeah, you can't see anything. They do that a lot in Game of Thrones. A lot in Game of Thrones, but in Game of Thrones, that often that's. For atmosphere basis, and there's a lot of scenes that do take place in the light, and some that don't. With DC and uh, on Marvel side, Fantastic Four, or should I say, yeah. Fantastic, a lot of the <coughs> scenes are just and just in darkness, and it's not right. fun to watch. And in fairness, there are action scenes of this movie, like the beach scene and the and the village no man's land attack sort of thing, which are all in all in light. But I mean, that it was just a bit too dark. It's probably the best version of all these dark scenes that I've seen it's still yeah. annoying though it is yeah Yeah. and oh what else uh, I think we've covered actually most of the things that I liked and disliked about it um, oh yeah Danny Houston got to be in a good superhero movie for a change <laughs> yeah yay he's probably the worst character in it but still yay yeah I think it's not like he's a bad character. It's just that out of all the characters, he was the least interesting. Ares was much more interesting. Doctor Poison, ugh, was still more interesting. He's just a yeah. generic German bad guy, basically. Yeah. No, oh, we yeah. will keep on fighting the war. Basically, that that's him. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else that you really liked, disliked about the movie? Um. I like how uh, they handled Diana and Steve's relationship because I was kind of worried when that they were going to kind of like not write it well because so- yeah. sometimes uh, their relationship well, comes the off really bad. Happened, you know. Yeah, it, it comes off really well. But they, Steve Trevor is like, he's a likable character in this movie and he's really likable and I think that has a lot to do with Chris Pine. I mean... Goddamn a... gorgeous Chris Pine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he did a really good job. I mean, he's charming. He mean he's a spy. You know, he likes to dance and and read. But he like he respects Wonder Woman. He's like in awe of her. You know, and 
you know, he, he tries to protect her at first, but then when she, like, you know, can handle herself, he's like, okay, I'm just gonna follow you. Yeah, they get all the, like, the potential misogyny out of the, out of the way right away in the beach scene, where he's just like, come over here, because right. shit's going down, and then she's, like, fighting this, and like, oh, well, I guess she don't need no protecting, okay! But then again, he does have to teach her some things later on when she steps into fucking, you know, Edwardian society. And in fairness, that's more of a thing, a comment on Edwardian society than anything else. Yeah. Oh, dear. Just, oh, God, I'm so glad we live now. But anyway. Yes. Uh, why did Sir Patrick make Etta Candy, who is a secretary, run this Black Ops mission? Like, I'm not saying she's not capable I'm just wondering why he thinks she is capable. Yeah, because when she when she was told that, she kind of made a face like, I don't know about this. I think he was trying to do it just to keep an eye on them. I mean, in all honesty. Makes, makes sense. I'm surprised no one else thought, like, did, did Steve Trevor not, like, say, well, Etta, I, I think he could do it, but, I mean, uh, that's a bit, 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 bit of a weird thing. I know some other people that are far more qualified, but okay, I guess, you know, you... you how many years have you worked in the military, Etta? You know, running these sort of missions? None? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm glad she did it. I, I like the fact that she did it. Although, um, we get a scene where, like, she gives them some information over the phone, like, map information. But we don't really see her after that. No. Yeah. Which was a bit disappointing. The next time we see her, it's, um... Yeah, she's a good character. I liked her. Yeah, she's a good character. She doesn't even really get a reaction to Steve's death. You'd think, like, she would have something to say about that, but no... She doesn't even have any lines. Yeah, after. she's his secretary. And she, she yeah, knows she him probably the best after. out of all the characters. She's like, and she clearly has some sort of relationship yeah. with him. And um, I could have used a bit more scenes. Maybe just with them one-on-one or just with her and Diana. Just a, a bit, make a bit stand out a bit more. But the little we got was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I think speaking of the characters, I think we should move on to them. and talk about the characters a bit more. What do you think? I think that's fine. Okay, doke. So let's talk about Diana. Now we was talked about how she's a bit naive, but very idealistic. But I think it's it's a naivete that is completely and utterly understandable. Like it yeah, makes she, sense. I mean, added to the fact that her mother was overprotective of her, and she lived on the islands of you know Amazons, away from all the developments of the you know man's world. You know, so it's 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 you know it's. It's there. Yeah, it's completely honest. That makes sense within the context of the movie. And then that naivete doesn't remain. It's stripped away by the end and she becomes a much more developed person. And that's what I like about this movie. There's character development. There's actual good... Yes! Finally! And it's not like, oh my god, our mothers have the same name. Best friends! (laughs) Yeah, it's not like that. It actually says this movie was written by I'm, I'm looking up the name right now. It was, it was written. The story was by Zack Snyder and Jason. Fuck, I don't want to. I don't want to say. Foosh, fucks. I don't know how to say his name. I hope it, it, it. Whatever you're thinking, capers. That's not how it's spelt. And this guy, Alan Heinberg. Alan Heinberg looked him up. He's done a lot of stuff for television. A lot of stuff for comics. He wrote uh, Young Avengers. Which mm-hmm. I haven't read a lot of, but I the little I have read, I really like because that had like Wiccan and yeah. Hulkling, and I, I I really like them, and uh, Hawk Girl and this Iron Lad thing guy. But that, that was that was really cool. And he's yeah. a very good writer, and I think that's the great thing about this movie is 
Despite, I mean, Zack Snyder having worked on the story kind of worried me when I saw that in the credits. Like, yeah. story by this guy, this guy, and Zack Snyder. Oh, God, no! I but, know. Yeah. But cl- clearly, Alan Heinberg is a good he enough writer. He was the one, yeah, to, yeah. He was yeah. the one that probably wrote it mostly. Yeah, and thank goodness for that. And thank goodness they had a very good director to have along. Patty, Patty Jenkins, Je- yeah. Patty Jenkins, uh, the only thing I, everything I know her from is Monster, which I've yet to yeah. see, but I've heard so many good things about. Yeah, that's the only movie I, th- I I heard her direct, and I heard it was really good. I haven't seen it either, so. But I'm I'm glad she's a she did a good job on it. It's actually very good. It's it, it, it's it's a good great sort of directing because it's one that you don't really notice. You don't really notice the right. direction. You just think, oh my god, this is cool. Which is what you should think. You shouldn't be thinking about the direction when you're watching a movie. You should be thinking right. about the movie. That's the mark of a good director, exactly. at least in my opinion. Because there's so many directors out there that try to be over-stylistic, like Snyder. He's like, no, just me and my directing. Oh, right. look how cool this is. Ooh, slow-mo. Ooh, things. Yeah. And it's just, it's too much. Explosions. You don't need it. And there's people yeah. who under-direct who do very little, and it's just boring to watch. This is perfect. Right here. This is perfect. Right. Yes. It's perfect. So, we're getting a bit off track there. So, uh, uh, Steve Trevor. I thought he was like a bit like Han Solo, but not in an obnoxious way. What did you think? Yeah. I kind of feel like he was also channeling a little bit of uh, Captain Kirk from Star Trek 2 in- into it. Like the charming part of, of his character. Well, see, Cap. I don't. I don't know because Captain Kirk's sort of charming aspect for me is just like trying to sleep with everyone he comes in contact with, which I don't yeah, really that's like. True. That's yeah. not charming. That's just being a no, creep. No, it's not. And so I didn't really get that from here because I mean there were times when he could have been a creep, like in the scene of the boat where they're and they have this talk about yeah, people they have this talk. That was that was sleeping awesome. Sleeping with each other. And it's almost like he's a dad trying to explain to his child what. This stuff is. I mean, she's like, oh no, no, no! I know about this stuff. I've read about it. He's like, oh, oh okay, 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 okay. And it could have been like real. It was. It's meant to be uncomfortable, but it's the right kind of uncomfortable. But it could have been yes. so much so, worse. It could have been really creepy. It oh. could have really been creepy. Yeah. I'm so glad he didn't try anything. Thank God. Ugh. Yeah. No, don't even just think about it. I think no, because again, that's the sort of thing that animated Steve Trevor would have done. We fucking hate him. Yes, and I like how Steve was like a a counterpoint to Diana, where he was a little bit more, you know, cynical. You know, he's seen the world. He's been in the war. You know, and he's he's trying to like tell her that it's not as as simple as just killing Ares. He doesn't even believe her that Ares is a. is really the cause of it. Which is a bit until... weird considering the fact that he's been like under, like he's accounted a magical island full of only women that are ageless, immortal. And you used a magical lasso on him to tell the truth. Like, I mean, I don't believe that just because one thing is true, it must mean other things are true with no evidence. But at the same time, do you not want to consider the fact that maybe what she's saying is true? True. Yeah. Me. Yeah. So, yeah, no, but I also think that maybe he just thought it was also really, you know, actual men's fault that they're in the war anyway, not just Ares. Yeah, which is, and it's like uh, he becomes a bit, as the movie progresses, he becomes a bit more open to these sort of ideas, and Diana learns a lot more about his sort of ideas. 
And so it's a free exchange of like information and ideals and principles and philosophies. Right. And it's just sort of like one way of thinking is right, another way of thinking is wrong. Boom. It's like mixed. Yes. And that's interesting. It is interesting. Finally. <laughs> finally, it's in- finally, it's interesting. Oh, God. Uh, Aries. Interesting idea. I feel like... It could have been better. It could have been better. He could have been a lot worse. His motivation was interesting. He thinks mankind is inherently evil, so he's out to destroy them. And he's like... And the way he's going about that is interesting. But I feel like his backstory... His backstory... We get a bit of a backstory. He kills all the gods. He gets cast down by Zeus. And his, uh, his powers really diminished and stuff like that. I feel like... I mean, they could have been, he could have been made to be a really sympathetic character. Like, he saw what humans were doing. And right. he's like, he, like, tried to explain this to the other gods. Like, come on, guy. We could have had a scene with him, like, not maybe begging or pleading, please see how bad they are. And they're like, no, we don't want to listen. Maybe the gods themselves could be really arrogant in this. And then he does yes. bad things and they do bad things. And he could show to have... He could have some real, like anger and resentment and also sadness about what happened to him and his other gods that were basically his family. Right. But we never really get that. It's just like, oh yeah, I killed the gods. Uh, they cast me down. So now I'm going to kill all mankind. Deal with it. Well, I think that's a problem in a lot of superhero movies. They don't really develop um, their villains. Except for as Loki. Much as... Except for Loki. That's right. Um, as he's much the as only one. Should... Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, uh, it's like a really bad habit that they get into. It's more about the superhero and less about what the villain's real motivations are. Um, I feel that he, you're right. He should have been more of a sympathetic character because, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Just because I mean, definitely a bad guy, definitely doing bad things, but still, yeah. And it's kind of a missed opportunity, but it, it's a minor point as long as the heroes, like the main characters, are good and well-rounded good. and well-developed. That's enough for me. I want the villains to be good. I love it when the villains are good. But it's, it's if it's not, then I can live with it. Yeah, so can I. And so the side characters. So, um, Hippolyta and Robin Wright, because I still can't pronounce that name. Anything more you want to say about their characters? Um, no, not really. I mean, Hippolyta was a... Yeah, it was overprotective mom, and then the aunt who's like, oh, I'm just going to teach you this on the side. The cool aunt. Yeah, so, she's the cool like... aunt. She's the coolest aunt. Yeah. Yes. And, um, oh, this remind me of another thing. Like, when she's about to leave, Wonder Woman is confronted by a mom who says, like, you know that if you leave, you could never be able to come back. And I'm sitting there thinking, why? Is she physically unable to come back, or is she just not allowed? And if she's not allowed... Why can't you just, like, reverse that decision? And if she's not allowed to come back, like, physically can't come back because of the magical enchantments or whatever, I mean, like, fucking the German army was able to get in there. Why can't she? Was able to get in, yeah. I think they... um, It's actually a reference to um, a law by um, the goddess of love, Aphrodite, who um, said that. Aphrodite, Aphrodite, the goddess of love. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Continue. Sorry. So she, she when, in with the god when the goddesses created uh, Themyscira to to give a home to the Amazons, uh, they decreed that if someone left, they couldn't return. So, but they didn't explain that because because of the whole Zeus being you know 
the creator of the Amazons. Fucking Zeus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not much to talk about that. Um, Ludendorff, pretty much just generic bad guy, irredeemable, kind of. Yeah. I mean, the first scene we see with him, there's like one of his underlings, like a soldier saying, uh, just so you know, sir, the men have not like eaten anything or slept for like Ten. days. And it's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, you, you, you want a little nappy poo? Yeah, you, you want to have a little, little bit of breakfast, a little bit of brekkie poo? Okay. okay, I'll show you! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, this guy's a Bond villain, that's what he is. Not even one of the yeah. good ones. I know. Gotta love your generic German generals. Basically, yeah. And Dr. Poison, she's kind of interesting because she's got like this face thing and the performance is really cool and this tireless scientist. And she lives in the end. Like she's nearly she killed by Wonder Woman but because at, at Ares' like behest. But uh, she stops herself and she just sort of gets away. And I'm thinking, are we going to see more of this? Well, probably not. Probably because not. She's, she's in World War One, but the, and actually thinking about that now, um, th they did still let her get away. She's not like shown to be captured or arrested later, so she could have gone Where'd on she to go? do horrible things. I mean, yeah, and she's young enough that she could very well be involved in World War Two. Absolutely, yeah. She she made a gas that there was no defense against. You can't just let a person like that go. Go. She might not be able to make yeah. the gas again, but she could do other horrible things. Come on. Just, like, tie her up yeah. or something. Knock her out. Do something other than let her go or smash her head. Yeah, true. Yeah. And, I guess uh, maybe she wasn't really thinking about that at that moment. Yeah, maybe. I mean, granted, she did have to face off against the god of war, and that sort of takes precedent, you know? Yeah. And, um... Then there's, I just sort of group these characters together, the three of them, Samir, Charlie, and Chief. Uh, what I like about it is at first we think right. they're, as I said, we, we think that they're just like stereotypes, just cardboard cutouts of characters. And then it turns out they get some real yeah. proper development. And we turn out, it turns out Samir wants to be an actor. But as right. he said, he's the wrong colour. Ah. And Charlie, you know, we was right, a sniper, yes. but then he's got this all this PTSD thing going on. And Chief is also there. <laughs> right. not, he doesn't get as much development but it's interesting and what I like about it is it ties into Diana's development right because I like the conversation between uh, Chief and Diana when they're they're camping about why, why isn't Chief fighting and he's like well I've lost everything why have you lost everything because of points to Steve Trevor because of his people and she kind of like looks at him like okay what's that mean so I, I like that too. Like, yeah, that was she doesn't judge him for not fighting. Yeah, and this is kind of character because he's like a smuggler that sort of plays both sides, and it's pretty cool at the end where he like he, he like lifts up I think or like holds like the shoulder of like a young German shot because when Ares is defeated, like all the German soldiers are like, well, what the fuck have we been doing? Why were we doing all this shit? And so uh, he's like helps one up, and it's it's a nice scene. And especially with, with all of them, with him, yeah. Charlie and Samir. I, I like that none of them died. I like that they all lived. Yeah, I'm like I'm glad they lived. Yeah. So I wouldn't have known what to do with myself if both Chris Pine and Ewan Bremner had died. I would have been inconsolable. <laughs> that would have been awful. Yeah. I think that's all the other characters that we can really talk about. Um, except for a couple of minor ones. A anything more that you want to talk about? Mm, not character-wise, no. 
I think was... we covered everything. No, I think one last thing about the characters. Um, it turns out, uh, after a bit of research, that a lot of the people that played Amazons are like... Uh, I think that most of them are like professional athletes. Like, a lot of them are like boxers or... Um, of their various, do their various sport things. And they're sort of the ideal people to play Amazons. Because these women are buff. Yes. Very fearsome. They are hardcore. Yeah. It's it, it's it's pretty. I just. I mean, because you could have made like really pretty. Like, I mean, not that they're not pretty, but they're like really like um, basically like, girly. Yeah. Like, and it's like you know, wimpy kind of like ones. Yeah, and just like have them through CGI or stunt doubles or whatever. Do uh, not that there weren't stunt doubles. Just doing all the action scenes, but no, that there's these women know what they're fucking doing and they look badass doing it. Exactly, and that's that's I think the best summation of this movie is like it's just it's just badass. It's fun. It's dramatic. It's humorous in places, but it's also really solidly built around these core characters and their journey. It's it's a movie that I think everyone should see. Everyone should see it. It's a it's, good movie. It's cool. I like it. It's cool because it's. I mean, it's. Let's think about previous female protagonists in superhero movies. They haven't been good. <clears throat> to be no, no, they have no. not been good. Fuck. Oh God, we were. We're not even gonna name them. But it's. And the, I think I like to think. And we know that a couple of them are slated for more. Like we've got uh, Captain Marvel and things like that coming up. I'm glad that this is like the first of what I hope will be a long line of great s female superhero movies. I hope so too. I really do. It's. I, th I think it's gonna be. I. Uh, I just. I'm, I'm glad because I mean, if Suicide Squad had been good and this movie had been bad, I would have enjoyed Suicide Squad. I was looking forward to that movie, but I'm not. But this movie, I think, needed to be good. To be and good. I, I hate the fact that it did need to be good. Because I know, I know, DC would not have tried anything like this in the future, if it had been bad. Been bad, had, yeah. Yeah, but uh, it, it was yeah. good. It's made a lot of money. I don't know if a sequel has been confirmed, but I fucking hope it does. There's rumor. There's rumors of a, a sequel. There's sequel? definitely rumors. I hope that Patty Jenkins returns to direct. I hope Gal Gadot returns. She signed on for multiple pictures, so we're going to see more of her in Justice League. Look forward to seeing Justice League. And it's it's. I, I think this is a great movie. If you have not seen Wonder Woman yet, what are you doing listening to us? Go and see Wonder Woman. What are you doing? Come on. Jeez. But I, I trust you, Kbirds. I'm sure you'll have already seen it beforehand. So I think we are going to end it there. Unless there's anything else, one last thing you want to talk about this movie? No, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, and I'm good too. I'm good because I saw Wonder Woman and it was fucking amazing. Wonder I think we're going to end it there. Okay, so thank you very much, Dara Burke, for joining me. Thanks for having me. That's no problem. Uh, so also thank you very much to Dan Harris for a logo. You can see the logo at the top there, the little microphone, the red and blue glasses that I wear. And that's very nice. Now you can listen to this show on iTunes, Podbean, or at placetahankcape.com forward slash podcapers. Uh, also we're on the Weedy Geeks and Tangibound Network, so check us out there. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever your favourite pod, 
podcast app is so you can hear my lovely voice each week. Also, do leave us a rating and review. We want to get your feedback. We want to know what do you think, unless it's bad, in which case, fuck off. No, I'm just kidding. Also, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and all that sort of stuff at AP2HYC using the hashtag podcapers. If, and uh, we're looking for writers. We're still looking for writers. So if you want to write for us, go to www.ap2hyc.com forward slash write. And you could end up writing for the site. And who knows, maybe one day you could end up on this podcast if you should be so lucky. So thank you very much, Capers. This has been Pod Capers, the official podcast of a place to hang your cape. Cue the music!